I think you need to just enjoy high school. Okay. <laughs> I really, yeah, yeah, I really wish that I enjoyed high school a little bit more rather than stressing about the future. Mm. I really wish I stayed in the present because what happens when you stay in the present, you actually connect with things that are gonna, that are going to lead you to your future. And you want to be in the present so that you can be 110, 110% in 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 what you what you dream of hey everyone thanks for listening to another episode of the creative truth today i'm joined by two special guests I have uh, Shawnee, Shawnee Rawls, right? Yes, Shawnee Rawls. And then late, a little bit later on, we're going to have Khalil. What's your last name, Khalil? Um, or what do you go by? Really Khalil. Really Khalil. We, got, we got Really Khalil on. And um, they're a Savannah Power couple. And uh, we're going to start with Shawnee. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's, uh, let's hear a little bit about your background and what you do. Hi, everyone. I'm Shawnee Rawls. Um, I am a filmmaker, music video director, and director of photography. And I'm also the digital media director of Rawls Realty here in local Savannah. Cool. And uh, I mentioned right before we started rolling that we have similar backgrounds. When I was like 12, 13, I picked up a camera because my dad owned a camera. And then then it led to skateboarding. I was a skate filmer, and then that led to a career in producing videos. and uh, And so, what's what was your kind of like first initial interest? How did this start? Oh my gosh, my uncle actually when I was like six, and I recently saw the VHS tape. <laughs> And my uncle had this big camera. He always brought it to all of the family functions. And I was like, uncle, can I hold the camera? And you can hear me in the in the tape like, whoa. <laughs> and that was my first experience with a camera. Now, when I was about 13, similar to you, I picked up a camera and documented my aunt's pregnancy. And it just changed my life forever. I had a one gigabyte memory card, a little Sony orange camera. I forgot what it was called. And I put it in Windows Media Player mm -hmm. and added like transition stars and hearts and all these different things and pictures and like the little video that I could get of my aunt and I burned it on a CD and that was my first movie. And then <laughs> at what point did you realize, oh, this is something I can actually do for career? Oh my gosh. Oh. I would say when I went to college, I actually wanted to go into mass communications. But um, after internship, I realized, wow, I want to be on the scene with the reporters. I don't want to be behind the desk reading the teleprompter. Although it's fun, I just love being on the scene and on location. And that led me to changing my focus in college to audio and video. Mm. Do you like one particular part of the process? Do you like the planning? Do you like the actual operating, you know, the production part of things, running the camera? Do you like editing? Is there like one part that really sticks out to you? Oh my gosh, I love the entire process. I'm not a fan of editing too much. Um, that's my uh, really Khalil over there. He helps me a lot with editing, um, but I really love the project management side of it. I love being on location and filming and capturing the confidence of the person who's in front of my camera, it just brings me so much joy. And it's the time where I stop thinking. Mm. And that's how I know I'm walking and living in my purpose. I love it. Um, how detailed do you get with the planning and the shot, basically shot list or storyboarding? Or how do you kind of approach it? 
Oh my gosh. So yeah, I always interview the individual that I'm shooting. I get to know them. I get to know their purpose. I get to understand their story. And that's what leads me to the color grading, the outfits that they're going to wear, the posing, the location. It gets very specific because I feel like when when we're long gone, we're gonna have a digital legacy. Mm. And I want people to look at my work and also the people that I've interviewed and say, oh my gosh, this was powerful. This changed my life. That's what I'm in the in the in the work of doing, transforming people through my work. So you also um I saw online that you touch a, a number of different industries, real estate, music, oh my music videos, of course. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, is there any that, um, do you just consider yourself a generalist or do you particularly like certain types of, uh, you know, niches of, of video production? I am really focused on mu music video uh, right now, music videos right now in the industry. Um, I truly find it so joyful to put together a visual for an artist because they're so creative. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're always thinking outside the box, using different colors and just elevating me and my creativity. And I find a lot of joy in that right now. Um, I love real estate. I love meeting new people. I'm always meeting new people through real estate and so many different personalities. So it's extremely fun. But my focus right now is music videos and it's it's been taking off. Hmm. Um, you mentioned the legacy portion of things and that this is kind of your purpose. Um, when when you are when we are gone, what is it that you want people to see you as? Oh my gosh, I want them to see me as supernatural. I want them to see me as a woman who went out and you have a presence to you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, Thank absolutely. <laughs> that brings me so much joy, and that's what I want people to feel. Um, I I dealt with a lot at a young age. Um, as far as just with self-confidence as a whole, I didn't have a lot of confidence when I was younger. Um, and I want young women to look at my work and say, oh my gosh, she got through it. I can get through it. And, and, and that's, that's it. Mm. You can, you know, um, part of my goal with this podcast is to inspire younger people awesome. to reach that level of success. If you could go back and maybe change something, what would you have done a little differently? I would have been a lot more fearless. I would have made sure that I didn't listen to what other people said about me. And that goes with your mom, your dad. Sorry, mom and dad. That goes with your parents. Take it with and, a grain of salt. Right. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt. I, I always go by this saying, eat the meat and spit out the bones. So you want to fill, fill yourself with nutrition and things that, you know, help you throughout the throughout your life that bring you joy. It's not about anyone else. I always say, too, um, when you are leaving this earth, it's only you in that casket. So you got to think about that. Um, have you done stuff that didn't bring you joy or that you found is maybe not the right fit? Yes. So I was in pageantry for three years. Um, I was Miss Black Georgia 2017. I went to Miss Black USA and placed top five. I recently um, transferred over to the Miss USA system where I was Miss Georgia. Well, I was competing for Miss Georgia USA. And I also um, placed top 15 uh, this year. So it was really cool, Miss Congeniality and so forth. So I really found joy in pageantry and it helped me so much, but it didn't turn out to be my destiny. Um, but my family always says I'm their Miss America, so <laughs> Miss USA. So I, I find that, I find joy in that. <laughs> um, 
And uh, are there uh, any moments where, how about uh, really negative, uh, either people you've worked with or you mentioned like sometimes you can't even listen to mom and dad because they're saying they're maybe not giving you, they're looking out for your best interest, but maybe they're not giving you the best advice. What's some like bad right. advice you've gotten? Oh my gosh. Um, I think one time a family member told me I, I was trying to go to a trip to Spain and they told me, why do you want to go to Spain? Why don't you just stay here? Mm -hmm. And that just took me by surprise. I was like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Like, and I can't get upset about things like that when it comes to my family members, because I do know where we come from and the fear of traveling and so forth, um, being a person of color. And this was an elder who said this to me. So I just kind of took it with a grain of salt. And I said, well, that's one thing I don't want to be, I want to travel because the world is totally different now um, and we're elevating as much as we possibly can. And I know that I want my children to be cultured and to be able to communicate with people all over the world because it's, it's so important. So you went to Spain? No, I didn't. Okay. I did not go to Spain, but um, I looked at pictures. <laughs> so maybe that's one of those things of the, being more fearless. Right. And like, yeah, taking that leap and, and going on that trip. Right. I mean, I, I have a lot of examples in my life where I did the safe thing rather than mm. take the leap of faith. But more recently, as a, I just turned 30. So, oh, wow. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, I can't tell. <laughs> Thank what? you. Thank you. <laughs> And I just feel like in the last like two years, I really like I'm confident in like who I am and, and I'm able to like take those leaps of faith yes. that I wasn't able to yes. do when I was younger. So the younger you can do it and just know that especially when you're younger, you have more time. To, right. Like if you screw up, you can fix it. You can fix it. Right. How about with um, how about last year with COVID um, and uh, change like it changed everything. How did you have to how were you forced to like adapt and change what you do? Oh my gosh, it changed so much. Um, I lost a lot, a lot of clients in my um, business because of it. Um, I just didn't know where to move with it. Um, luckily I was under um, Rawls Realty and, and we worked out something, um, but it was tough. It was tough. Um, it, was, it was a point where I had to break down and be like, what in the world is going on? What am I gonna do? And then I talked to other um, friends who are business owners and they were having breakdowns. And I was like, oh my God, my tribe, Like, what, what are we gonna do? So it was just a time where I literally just kind of took a step back. And then I also realized I had to rebrand because I was doing a lot. Even though you can do a lot of stuff, doesn't mean that you need to be doing it. I always feel like you need to be doing something that you love and that that you that allows you not to think. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's something that resonates with me a lot because I used to suffer from anxiety, and I know through filmmaking I don't have anxiety, so I was like, oh well, well, this is what I need to do. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was tough. It was really tough, and I got through it. I rebranded to confidencecapture.com, and it's it's been the best thing. I've been booked since I I, did, I haven't even launched yet. I haven't even launched yet. I guess I've launched now, but I haven't even launched yet. And yeah, official. Official. It's official. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean, the website is up and everything, and but I haven't officially said, hey, this is it. You know, but I've had clients back to back and it's been a blessing. I'm I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. What was the motivation behind the rebrand? Oh my gosh, I went to um really Khalil over there. 
And I said, I said, I don't know what to do. I'm just having this breakdown. And I was like, I just don't feel fulfilled. And I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm branding it correctly. It's, it's hard to brand. And, and he was like, well, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta do what you love and you gotta, um, you gotta fulfill your purpose. And he was like, what's your purpose? And I was like, I know this, I know the answer to this question, <laughs> you know, but I, I literally had to look at it and be like, what? What what brings me joy? Mm. What am I really, 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 really good at? And that's how I came up with confidencecapture.com. So what services do you offer that um, that you didn't offer before? So Confidence Capture focused on three main things. Uh, social media management, camera confidence consulting, and video production. I also have products that um, resonate with the CEO and the tycoon and the hustler and the entrepreneur. Um, everyday things that they can use. Um, and then I'm also gonna be working on blogs and, and having other products such as affirmation cards to build the confidence of others who are viewing. What is a hustler? A hustler, oh my gosh, is a person that is unstoppable, like just in everything. I, I always talk about my uncle, Rodney Rawls, um, owner of Rawls Realty, where he is a hustler. I mean, he, Oh my God, because I know his story. I know where he's from. He's from Pembroke, Georgia. Like I know where we're from. And for him to accomplish the things that, he, that he's accomplished is crazy. Hmm. It's crazy. And I'm like, yo, I'm related to him. <laughs> like every time I see him in action, I'm like, I'm related to him. Wow, you know? And it's just like, he's the definition of a hustler. He's always going, he's always communicating with people. Even if even if they don't really connect with him, he makes them connect with them. And then he's making sales like crazy. I mean, that's that's the definition of a hustler to me. Um, you mentioned um, other people and how they were negatively affected by COVID and kind of lost their, you know, the wind out of their sales. And mm -hmm. you've also talked about your uncle and you've talked about Khalil. How important is having that community around you to kind of build you up and, and motivate you? It's so important. I wouldn't be on this earth um, without my tribe. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here um, because life is tough and you need people that are going to water you and you have to accept that water. You can't just be like, no, I don't want your water, you know, but you you to in order to have your cup overflowing, somebody else has to fill that cup. So I always love to have people around me who are seeking um, mental health. Um, they're seeking physical health um, and they're seeking spiritual health, people that are elevating and trying to be something that is way bigger than this world. That's who I want beside me, behind me and around me, because when you have those people around you, you you elevate with them. Yeah, and it's not so much where you are, but it's the direction you're headed. That's in. right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I can't I can't stress that enough, Tyler. <laughs> uh, so uh, confidence captured, right? Yes. What's your like end goal for, or I mean, you know, we don't have to think 30 years down the line, but it's like, what, how, how would you like it to uh, develop in, let's just say in 2021 and 2022? Oh my gosh. I, I want it to be an international brand. I know I'm really pushing it, but I know that my products are awesome. Um, really cool over there, created my graphic design for the product. So I just feel like they're going to uh, be extremely popular. Um, and then we're going to be coming up with a lot more stuff. And I just want to connect with the world. I want to connect with other entrepreneurs, tycoons, CEOs, hustlers around the world um, and, and just spread that confidence because I don't, I just, if I could just change one life, 
that's that's all that matters to me. And I want people to feel confident in front of the camera. And I also have an initiative with confidencecapture.com, which is the Media Maven Girls initiative where I teach fourth grade and fifth grade about being in front of the camera and behind the camera and just taking that initiative to be digital leaders. Mm. Um, and that's what I want. I want. I want everyone to feel confident in the brand. <laughs> do you think you needed to go um do you think you needed school did you need to do, did you need to do that internship um what were what are some things that like helped you down the path and maybe you didn't need to go maybe you feel like you don't you didn't need to maybe you feel like you really did and you really benefited from it um what, what would you say to uh, younger people who are maybe still in high school and they want to go down this type of career path how do they get started I think you need to just enjoy high school. Okay. <laughs> I really, yeah, yeah, I really wish that I enjoyed high school a little bit more rather than stressing about the future. Mm. I really wish I stayed in the present because what happens when you stay in the present, you actually connect with things that are gonna, that are going to lead you to your future. And you want to be in the present so that you can be 110% in, in, in what you, what you dream of. Um, I just feel like, I just feel like just stressing yourself out about something that you're not in control of is just going to hinder you rather than help you. Um, so I feel like everything that I went through, everything that that my gut felt was right, um, I'm happy that I went and did it, no matter if it was a mistake or not, because it's good to make mistakes because you learn how to to be better next time. I used to be afraid of mistakes all the time. I used to be like, oh God, I'm, I'm so scared of failing. But now I'm like, please let me fail. Please, so I can figure out what's the right way of doing things, you know? And um, I think that people need to really live their life the way they, they want to because life is short and we've seen that in 2020. We had so mm -hmm. many people leave this earth, I mean, back to back. And I can't stress how important it is to just love on your family, love on yourself, um, fill yourself and and just focus on yourself. It's, it's just so important. Your self is so important. I don't wanna go on a tangent. <laughs> um, I think it's really cool that you're actually, you can be with somebody that supports what you do and, um, and uh, what's that dynamic like with Really Cleo? Oh my gosh, it's life-changing. I love him so much. Um, okay, but I'm not gonna get all fluffy over here. <laughs> but um, he's he's awesome. Um, I mean, when we're together, we literally build each other up, and it's like I feel like I've known you my whole life. Is this supposed to feel like this? You know? Um, but it's it's good, and I'm enjoying it. Like and you have it's common interests. And... Oh yeah, like he's <laughs> he's awesome with the videos too, um, editing as well, marketing as well. I mean, we're always bouncing ideas off of each other, um, mm. letting each other lead in different roles as well, where we have our expertise. Um, but it's I mean, it's just an it's it's always good. Like it's always we're evolving and we're becoming better people we're, and we're becoming better creatives. Um, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better partner. Cool. Um, before we switch over, do you have any uh, last words of advice for our listeners? Uh, and that could be about anything. Oh, gosh, I would say capture your confidence, hold it within you, keep it safe and let it out when you need to. Um, always focus on self and never ever allow anyone to dim your light 
So important. That's cool. it. That's how all can, I got. How can people find more? Find out more about you? Yeah. Okay. So you can follow me um, at confidencecapture.com. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Shawnee Rawls. And that's S-H-A-U-N-I-I. Rawls, R-A-W-L-S. And yeah, definitely connect with me. I'm happy to uh, give advice and connect with you as well. So, yeah. So, um... Khalil, uh, tell me, so, uh, yeah, I mean, first, thanks for, uh, you know, being a part of this, coming on the show. No problem. Um, you you want to give people a little bit of uh, background of uh, who you are and what you do? Yeah, uh, I'm really Khalil. I'm a musical artist. Uh, I produce my own beats. Um, I've been doing a lot here in the city, but more recently, I've been expanding out um, to the world because that's, you know, what's important if you want to be a musical artist and you want people to to really like hear you you, you gotta reach further than what's local so um yeah i rebranded back in 2019 before then i experienced a really rough patch and i actually quit music because i i thought music was the reason was the cause of it but it was really inside of me like it was i was the cause of it music was just a distraction to distract me away from the real problem mm. Anyways, I, I blamed music and I said, you know what? I'm just going to stop. I need to get myself on my feet. I need to get right. And I did. And um, after that, I felt more stable, more more confident. Um, I felt happy again. And the music just came right back out of me. So I told myself, look, if I'm going to do music again, I've got to do it right. I've got to have a plan. And it has to look and sound right. And that's why I rebranded. Um, Khalil is my middle name. And um, I just felt like I needed to take like a... A completely different path from what I took before. Before it was strictly like lyricism, crazy hot flows, and you know as many performances as I could get. This time around, it's more like yes, I'm focused on the lyrics, but I'm also focused on the melodies. I'm focused on you know that message and how it sticks and resonates with people um, of many different places. Um, not to make the message general, but really just to make it. Uh, really just to make it stick <laughs> like everybody goes through similar things um but all everyone's situation has different details so when i share the details of my life i don't make it so specific so that it's just like well i i don't know what that is i want that feeling and that emotion to to uh resonate with everyone um so yeah i focus on that and i also focus on just touching bases with as many people in the world as possible so that's where i'm at now with it everything's going great like it's going amazing i i'm extremely happy i told myself if by 30 i don't have some type of thing launching i'm gonna stop and last year i turned 30 <laughs> and last year is when like i really started to see some of the fruits of my labor so i said look it's, that means that's go time positive affirmation yes sir yeah yes sir um do you find yourself drawn to like certain themes like do you write about like what what do you keep going back to yeah um i guess the themes i write about are kind of primal so so you've got um you've got hunger you know that's that's like that need and that want to to survive and to to accomplish some sort of success um even through those rough patches so you've got those roughs those ups and those downs but it's, it's hunger based then you've got love everyone experiences love and hunger and then you got a little bit of lust to sprinkle that on top because everybody experiences that as well. So those three primal instincts, I mean, you, you can't ignore it. We, all of us as humans experience it. And that's what I focus on the most while attaching it um, to the actual experiences in my life. 
Mm. Yes, sir. Um, what was like the first interest, the first thing that got you hooked? Was it a particular artist or like a family member? Okay. Um, really, I had a dance crew um, <laughs> back in the day. We had a lot of people in our crew and that was one of my first lessons to kind of like keep things tight because mm. when you start adding on a whole bunch of people, then you have all these energies, you have all these interests, you have all of these motives and things just start going all over the place. But anyways, you know, the dance crew, we were getting a lot of shows. We were, we were, you know, we had this like this vlog and we didn't know that that's what it was actually called, but we had a vlog. Just had a camera. Yeah, we had a vlog on YouTube and it focused strictly on just like entertaining through dance and through our <laughs> our own version of humor so um and it was it was doing really good like this is youtube before like the days of like promotion and boosting numbers and stuff like this was like strictly organic and we were we were in the five digits and if we would have kept going we could have we could have really hit those millions but uh our me uh, a few of the people in our crew like our attention switched over to music and it was because we wanted to create what makes people dance, mm. you know? So it's just mm -hmm. like, you know, as a dancer, music is a, is an engine or a source to help you get out your emotion, but uh, it's, it's really like a reaction. We wanna create the, we wanna create what causes a reaction. We wanna make the cause. So we uh, we switched over and yeah, I mean, it, it was lame at first. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna say we just try to make music and it was just amazing. No, it, it was terrible. But since we were young and it was something we were excited about, we thought it was the best thing in the world. Um, the first song I ever made, I made the beat to it, you know, wrote the lyrics, recorded it, made a little selfie music video to it. I guess you would call that TikTok or Triller nowadays. Yeah, yeah. before it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. and um, we were super excited about it. And that just sparked like something that I didn't even know was there. And now I'm here. So uh, um, Shawnee was using a Windows Media Player. What was like the first beat reproduce? Like what, what kind of software were you working in? GarageBand. <laughs> yeah, the, Garage the, the snare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. GarageBand, the kits in there. I knew nothing about mixing. I knew nothing about anything. We just recorded those vocals. I, I used GarageBand to make the beats and to mix it down. And like I said, it was terrible. <laughs> I upgraded to Logic 9, I want to say maybe a year after I started, so 2011, and that opened my eyes to like what music really actually is and what it could be, though I didn't know exactly how to use Logic, that really just started to give me a bigger picture um, on my approach, and that's when I started getting even more serious about it, just seeing like all the buttons, knobs, and, and sliders, I'm like, okay, I never saw any of this before, this is, this is what it really looks like, okay. I need to take it up a notch. Yeah. Can you ever learn everything? No, but you can try. Um, you can always like my life is about the pursuit of knowledge. Knowledge is power. If you are ignorant to certain things, if you get into a certain situation, you could you could fail. You could die if you don't know the knowledge on how to get around or through it. So as long as you know as much as possible, you can get really far in life. You can never know every single thing, but if you focus and dedicate your life to like maybe a specific topic or something specific, then you can probably learn everything about that one thing. But um, my knowledge like is so scattered because <laughs> I, I love to do research. I get that from my dad. Um, he, he studies religion, so he mm. focuses on um, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, and he uh, compares them. They have a lot of similarities because they're based in the same yep. the same the origins. Yep. But um. But yeah, he focuses on those three, and 
every day I would see him, he would do this like multitask thing where he has like the TV running, that he has all of these books and he's writing something and he might look up at the TV, laugh, but then he'll go right back to it. So I've seen him study and research like almost every day of my life. And that's really where I get that from, like that planted a seed to really just understand that you can't just live life through through ignorance. Like you, you've got to want to know more. Otherwise, you're kind of letting life happen to you, mm. you know. So, um, What are some keys to being an effective storyteller? Effective storyteller, colors. And by colors, I mean description, descriptive words, um, mm. using phrases that people use every day. When you do that, people feel like you're in a conversation with them. Um, also, just getting a little, like I said, colors, getting a little bit more creative when it comes down to, to the way you describe things. Um, there's a song that I'm that I was writing the other day and it hasn't been released yet, but I started off saying, um, "I can see your silhouette in the sunset." Automatically, you're picturing a, a girl silhouette in the sunset. Then I say, "Doing what you do best in your sundress." Now, whatever mm -hmm. you think a girl should be doing in her sundress you're automatically getting that picture so it's really about painting the picture for the listener and letting their creativity their imagination take them wherever and um really that's where the, the video the visuals come in to give them like okay this is what you may have seen but this is what i was talking about when i said it you know giving that story through visual but that's a whole nother topic <laughs> well let's go down that lane a little yeah. bit uh i you know i'm a videographer and filmmaker as well awesome. and uh, i was uh, noticing some particular effects like the uh heads up display and you were doing like some or i don't know who but <laughs> you guys are doing some motion tracking yeah in uh i think heat wave yeah right yeah and uh so is that you yeah yeah that's me okay uh it's <laughs> it's been how many days doing that like it felt like a week but um no i just really just um you know we gotta work so i'll get off work and i go straight to the computer and i probably probably worked on it maybe two or three maybe four days and within those days i probably started maybe around eight or nine o'clock and then i would edit all the way till five six in the morning just to kind of get as much done. It was a very redundant process because what I did, I, I don't know if your listeners are up on this, but I used the dynamic, the link from um, from uh, Premiere to After Effects. Mm -hmm. So I'll have my, my clips already planned out in Premiere and I'd link it to After Effects and I'll throw each and every little clip in After Effects and do the, um, do the, uh, the scanning process um, or the tracking process mm -hmm. every single time. Every, like it was just the same thing over and over and over again. And I would add like the same effects over and over again, just because it had to generally be the, the same feel through the video. So that was a learning process. Just understanding, like if you want it done right, you've got to just you, you can't. The rest of life has to just continue on without you <laughs> for a little bit. You know, um, it, it was it was a learning process, though. Um, but all self-taught. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the state of YouTube nowadays yeah. is like you can learn anything. Exactly. Um, do you have any other resources that um, you go to like when you're not sure how to? Um, YouTube. Um, I have a few like websites that I've come across through Google searches. And you want to share? Or uh, you can think of there. I, I can't think. I mean, I've got like a note, like notes full in my phone mm. of like different websites and stuff I go to. Um, but like I use like um I buy, you know, graphics packs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's mainly YouTube, honestly. You know, if I find a page that I feel is it feels legit, 
I'll watch it. And if I watch it and I don't feel like they know what they're talking about, I'll just go to another video. And I keep looking until I find what I'm looking for. Like, I'm not aimlessly searching. I'm like, I want to do this. So let me type that in and see what I can find. And I mean, I, I can admit, like, I didn't go to school to learn it. Um, and I would say it looks pretty, pretty realistic <laughs> for the most part. So as a as another editor, um, I know that you can't just like be like, oh, we're going to add this effect later on. We'll figure it out in post. Shawnee mentioned that working on music videos, she's mm. inspired by the artist and mm. she'll take the creative feedback, you know, from you, for example. Yeah. So you're actually planning out like in this shot, we're going to have our little heads up display when you're going to shoot, right? Well, yes, actually, yeah. Um, that that's there's actually an interesting story about that. But I'm I'm gonna start off with we actually went to the locations and we we shot with the iPhone like the style oh. of how we wanted to shoot. We took that footage, threw it in After Effects, you know, did the effects and made sure it worked. And we were like, okay, that's the direction we want to take. So it's it takes a lot of like being proactive and and not necessarily You're shooting the video twice. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah. It, but at the same time, it's it's like making sure that when it's finally time to really get that real footage, yeah. you're not going back and having having a double back and, and replaying your whole strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, but with the HUD, um, we the plan was actually to have like um, a newspaper printed. And it'd just be like kind of blown in the wind in the rubble. Mm. And like the person we went to to get it printed out, you know, they said, yeah, you know, I know a print person. Let me let me get you situated. I, I created the graphic for it, sent it to him and he never hit me back. Like I hit him up again. He just never responded. So I'm like, you always got to have a plan B and C. I tell Shawnee that and we we live by that. You, you might have a plan A. You might love your plan A, but nine times out of 10, that plan B and C might actually work better. And that's what happens a lot of times when we shoot. So we were like, okay, we don't have a newspaper. We made this graphic. How can we use it? So then we went out there. We said, hmm, well, let's do a heads up display. I looked up the YouTube content to figure it out. And, you know, we got it done. Yeah. Plan B or plan, plan B. C or whatever. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about Savannah really quick. Are, okay. Are, do you say you're from here? Um, every time somebody asks, I feel perplexed because I'll say I graduated from here, like high school, but I moved here. Not everyone, too long ago. Everyone that's been here longer than you have, yeah, you know, thinks you're like an implant or whatever kind of thing. Like, you gotta, yeah. you gotta like be here for like a hundred years to claim you're actually like from Savannah. Right, right. Um, but uh, Savannah, like, I mean, I feel like from just what I've seen, it has like kind of a strong. I mean, um, Andre three thousands from Savannah, right? So um, that's actually Big Boy. Okay, right. yeah, Big Boy. Yeah. So Big Boy's from Savannah. Um, talk about, is there a scene or like, what's that look like? Kind of Ooh, people might hate me. Um, uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll put it, I'll make it plain. We can also cut too. If you, if you No, we'll keep it natural. We'll okay. Keep it natural. Um, uh, I want them to see me go through my head and try to figure out what to say. Um, there is a scene. I'm not going to say there isn't because to say that to, will completely negate the fact that there are so many people pursuing their dreams mm -hmm. in this city. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that we need to work on is unity, but I feel like everybody says it and never acts on it. Um, I, my past is filled with trying to help with that unity, but it not going the way that I thought it would go. Um, so now I'm a little bit more self-focused, uh, especially because I know that a lot of the times I would focus on other things around me and it would take away from me and it would almost be like an anchor or you roll a dice and you got to take a few steps back 
you still know where you want to go, but it's like that dice is telling you like you have to take a few or that that space is telling you, you have to move back and, and it's, it's inevitable. So when you focus on self, it helps you move a little bit further. I think a lot of people take that focusing on self as a way to step on other people's necks mm. instead of just actually focusing on self. Like if you if you don't step on other people's necks, you'd actually get a little bit further because. Okay, I'll, I'll tell people this. Pulling other people down doesn't elevate you. Exactly. It just yeah. it brings them down to your level. And now all of you guys are on the same playing field again. Um, look at it as a track race. You know, when you're race, and I used to run track. This is true. If you're running and then somebody's approaching next to you, the moment you look at them, you start losing speed. You start losing power and strength because you're taking extra strength to focus your energy this way instead of forward. And then that's when that person has the ability, because they're not looking at you. <laughs> they're they're still moving forward. They may be behind you, but their their direction and their, um, their uh, I forgot the word. But focus or intention. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. There's, there's like a science word that I was trying to go for, but it didn't mm. come. But it's focused straight ahead. And yeah. that will give them, they, they don't know yet. They may not know, or they may know, but since they're focusing on their goal, that's going to give them their, their way of passing right by. So if you are focusing on self, you've got to focus on your goal, not somebody else's goal, you know, but yeah. Um, I, I would say there's a scene though. There's, there's, you know, there's hip hop, there's poetry, there's comedy. Um, there's, um, I, I've seen a lot of like, uh, like, like rock and country. Um, I know a few country artists uh, personally. Um, back when we were working at Hooters together, there's a guy named Taylor. It's pretty cool. Um, and I see him, he's still doing it. So like, I just like to see that people are staying on, on their goal. What'd you and, do at Hooters? <laughs> I, I cooked. <laughs> I cooked at Hooters. Um, yeah, it, it was an experience. It kind of let me know, like, I don't really want to work in restaurants. Oh, food service? No. Ever no. again. No. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've had a few restaurant experiences and I would say I never want to work in restaurants and I have been out working in another restaurant, but I, I cut that off. No more restaurants ever again in my whole entire life. No. Mm -mm. But it does it does teach me like to tip. You've got to tip. Like and and another thing that I'd be do, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I do because like I understand like those servers they they get chump change like they get two dollars and those tips are really how to make a living. On top of that, after I'm finished eating, I always do this. I stack my plates. I stack them up that way. Whoever's cleaning that table just and then clean and then they can flip that table. I understand because I used to I used to have to bus tables. I used to have to cook. I didn't really serve so much, but I still understand like the dynamic of serving. So yeah, that, I mean, we went way off topic, but yeah. that's all good. Um, in 2020, yeah. um, with COVID, I mean, um, w with the internet, we're able to reach our audience, um, you know, virtually, mm -hmm. digitally. But um, do you do any sort of live performances? And has was that affected by COVID? Um, I had one live performance that was affected by COVID. I planned it out before and it was supposed to be in April. It got pushed all the way back to what, June, something like that. August. Yeah. It got pushed all the way back to August. And even then, um, we on, they only allowed 20 people in the building. So what I did is I doubled that as a virtual performance so that my audience online can watch while those 20 people who attended you know, could safely be there and not have to worry about, you know, getting affected. And then I did more virtual performances after. So I used this um, platform called Show For Me, and they're really mm. dope. They're really, really dope. Um, cool people and their, their website, it made me money. You know, to, <laughs> like it actually works. To do the live works. stream? Yeah, to Show do the live me? stream. Mm -hmm. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. They're based in UK. 
Okay. So yeah. what how, what does that look like? How's that? Um, live stream is like a combination of um, what is that? The Bandcamp and I guess Facebook or Instagram Live. Like Bandcamp. It, it's oh no, Bandcamp, Instagram Live, and Kickstarter. Cause um, they use a crowdfunding approach okay. to to fund your shows. Which so what you do is you give them a budget of what you think your show is gonna need, and then we um, they hit a they put a threshold goal and then like you know a preferred goal. And once you hit that threshold goal, uh, basically you have people um, buying tickets to hit that goal, and then you'll be able to then take that money out, put it towards all the stuff you need. And um, essentially, you know, if you get a profit from it, then great. But it'll it helps you fund. So when they first started off, it was before COVID. So that was more for like, OK, pay for your venue, pay for your DJ, pay for, you know, whatever appetizers and whatever props that you may need. So now they um, they converted it over to virtual. So it's like the money that you make is the money you make. You know, you could have like a setup that you already have and not spend any money on it. Mm. And, you know, everything is profit. Uh, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I've I've made I've made a good amount of money. I can't give you a number amount. That's all right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've That's made awesome. a good amount of money. I'm happy with the amount that I've made through them. So it works. You know, it works. So what's next for you? What's next? All right. Um, I might as well just go ahead on and say it because we're putting out a press release next week. Um, I am now. I've made history as a hip hop artist. I'm now the first hip hop artist that um, is offering in, um, investing securities through the SEC. So um, basically, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, um, I'm on this crowdsource um, platform called Music Benefactors, and they figured out a way because there's a lot of like little details and hoops and stuff. But they figured out a way to get their platform to be able to allow people to invest in I don't know your tour your your album your music as a whole and have like a llc attached to it where people can buy shares okay. of that llc You're like publicly traded exactly and, okay. and it's registered through the sec so it's real I, I got my filing number i've got all of that stuff like it's legit um and basically when you make money from maybe the ticket sales of your tour or the um the royalties of your album they automatically get their cut based on how much of a percentage uh or how many shares they bought so it's really dope. It's really dope. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm no, it's going to turn out great. Um, I've already been connected with like so many people are going to be working on a big PR firm after um, after the offering is over with uh, and, and the money is raised. Um, we have a plan. We have a goal. We're going to attack it. And hopefully you'll see my face a lot more <laughs> like yeah. in a lot more places. Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's some advice for some uh, younger people who are maybe just interested in this path but don't even know where to start um research 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 i would say about 40 percent of, of the time that's dedicated to my craft is through research i go i go down rabbit holes all the time at least three times a week i go down rabbit holes and by that i mean i might start on youtube and i might go down a youtube rabbit hole or i might go on google just from an interest or something that i thought up and i'll go down that rabbit hole You've got to learn as much as you possibly can about the industry before thinking you can take it by storm, especially the business side, especially now when it comes down to the to the creative or the, the technical side, um, you know, the technology or whatever. Yes, you've got to know those things because good quality music is important, but 
if you have good quality music and you don't have the way that you can push it or the way that you can protect it, then that good quality music is going to waste. All the time you put to it is going to waste. So if definitely listening, then yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's falling it's falling on deaf ears it's not even falling on any ears and then on top of that say everyone's listening but it's not protected mm. it could be taken away from you that quick um so research and then also investing in yourself you've got to invest the time and you've got to invest the money um and by that like i spent a lot of money <laughs> like i've spent a lot of money on on music, even back before I knew what I was doing, I just knew I, I need this equipment, I need that equipment. And now I'm spending the money on, I need this promotion, I need I need that, uh, uh, I need to register for this organization, I need to be a, a member of that. Like it's really putting your monies in the right places. People spend their money on stupid stuff, like a lot. Uh, I mean, really stupid stuff, stuff that's maybe going to last you for two months or stuff that's maybe going to last you for a few hours or a week and th it's gone when it's gone it's gone and i'm not going to get specific but a lot of times the stuff that people are spending money on they want more of it more of it that's just dwindling their their whole pockets or dwindling their potential because that same money could be put to something greater it's a waiting game it's like that track you know metaphor where it's like you're stopping to pick something up but it's like just stay exactly. focused on the prize exactly keep going forward yes sir yes, um sir. i want to give you a chance to um plug i mean I, how do people find out about this uh sec thing? all right like, so um find out more about you invest i mean i don't know what's that yeah. look like yeah yeah definitely um I, I would love for as many people uh, to invest as possible if, if you're interested. Um, I would advise people before investing to first go to my website, reallykhalil.com, to see what we're capable of without money. That way they can see, well, with with the only money that we make from, from nine to five. Um, that way they can understand our seriousness and understand that with money, that's going to multiply. And when that multiplies, they get money in their pocket. So reallykhalil.com. Um, check out our music videos, check out my whole discography, uh, everything's there. Um, and then from there, you can, you know, you can go to my social medias and uh, everything is really Khalil. Everything really Khalil at gmail.com. Instagram is really Khalil. Uh, Twitter is really underscore Khalil because somebody took it. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to find out about me or, or the Music Benefactors platform, you can go to those places first and there will be a link to lead you right to where we go. We go live next week um press release goes out on wednesday so uh we'll see how many people pick it up and um we'll see how many people invest and this this particular episode's going to launch in may so oh, okay. you'll, you'll already be live at that okay. time yeah so people awesome. can you can just go to really khalil.com and, and and learn more and check it out yes sir um thank you for coming on it was awesome having both of you on the no show problem. um i'm gonna go ahead and close out the episode and then uh, we can talk a little bit more okay so uh, uh in upcoming episodes of the creative truth i'm going to be talking to more artists entrepreneurs and creative professionals to help discover their path to success uh, for episode suggestions or feedback you can email me at wecreatetruth at gmail.com or you can learn more at creative-truth.com thanks for listening hey my name is really Khalil and I'm Shawnee Rawls and what you're about to listen to is Supermodel by me uh, music video directed by me. <laughs> um, Supermodel is an ode to happiness and uh, finding the the light in your life.
Um, it has a really bouncy vibe, very upbeat, and it's fun. And that's what I want for my listeners. I want them to forget about the now, forget about COVID, forget about all of the things that we've gone through over the past year and a half and really just just, just have some fun for a little bit. Um, when it's over, you can play it again and let that last longer. But uh, yeah. Turn it up, turn it up. Let's go. The great United States of America, 1974. They say that we progressing, but shit, I don't see that shit. The murder rates is high and public housing shit is all fucked up. But let's not speak on that. Me and my wife, we decided to get away from the bullshit, save up for a year to just have one weekend to ourselves. My whole life is motherfucking regal. I can make a movie with the B roll. Tryna eat that like a bistro. You can have it when you want to. Making your coins again with every keystroke. Watch where you point that thing, your cars a heat stroke. I'm watching that figure for you with no keto. Yeah, independent, baby, you don't need no hero. They don't know the meaning of a boss bitch. Got the body of a queen, you should find it. Bounce it up and down like a trampoline. Facts, I can see beyond where the clock is. I'm tryna be the one you seen in your dreams. Melanin, pink, and green with the theme is. I'm tryna learn your love language, make the deans is. Throw that ape over here, cause I need her. She a model. It's how she walk, yeah. A supermodel, a superstar, yeah. I'll increase the throttle just to get where you are. Turn you to supernova. Fuck, fucking in the car, yeah. Fancy, fancy, fucking in the car, yeah. Beep, 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 fucking in the car, yeah. Fancy, fancy, fuck, fucking in the car, yeah. Beep, beep, fuck, fuck, fucking in the car, yeah. We should disappear like Wala. You should ride me like Yamaha. All I ever wanted was a ride or die. Let me know I've in it like a kamikaze. They don't know the feeling you a boss bitch. In the body of a queen, you should fall in. Bounce it up and down like a trampoline. Facts, I can see beyond where the clock is. I'm trying to be the one you've seen in your dreams. Yeah. Melanin, pink, and green with the theme is. I'm trying to learn your love language, make the deans list. Throw that eight in the air, cause I need her. She a model. It's how she walk, yeah. A supermodel. A superstar, yeah. I'll increase the throttle just to get where you are. Turn you to supernova. Fuck, fucking in the car, yeah. Front seat, back seat, fucking in the car, yeah. Beep, 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 fucking in the car, yeah. Front seat, back seat, fuck, fucking in the car, yeah. Beep, beep, fuck, fuck, fucking in the car, yeah. Let me put you on top, eat it like it's parsley. Let me be a tag to your ex, nigga, a sharpie. First line of business, let's kill right up out this party. Stick, twist, flip, push, treat me like your car keys. You say you love my locks, they made me look like a Marley. I come on CP time, girl, that's why I'm always tardy Front to the back and then back to the front I know that booty got bass, make it trap Fucking in the car, yeah Beep, 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 fucking in the car, yeah Front seat, back seat, fuck, fucking in the car, yeah